Good evening, good evening. Another great day in sunny Jacksonville, although it was a little cold today. Unusually cold for this time of the year. Anyways, uh, it was a good day. It was a good day. So, more on purpose. You know, I was looking through some of my notes in my journal today, thinking about um, some nuggets that I could share. And I, you know, I came up with that uh, acrostic yesterday, uh, one I quit. I talked about the feelings that make us not feel good about ourselves, feeling inadequate, questioning and self-doubting, unlikable, no one cares about us, indecision, uh, the uh, the um, the key to procrastination, and then tempted and torn. I quit. And then I talked about cares, having a can-do attitude, relentless effort, because success is a journey, not a destination. Um, so I was looking at some notes in my in my journal, and I remember the end of last year, they were sharing about what they felt were the lessons they learned for the year. And um, one of the ladies had mentioned something from John Maxwell's book called uh, uh, No Limits. It said, getting real with me. You know, we, we walk around, we talk a lot of things, but do we actually get real with ourselves and and really get down to what are we what are you really trying to accomplish um today? Because you know, life is short, it's like a vapor. So when when is the time that you begin? When do you really start digging in and doing what you need to do to get where you want to go? That's why I'm here to help you do that. To help you ask those, ask yourself those tough questions. You know, what do I do? Um, what am I doing now to really move move me forward? What am I doing differently? You know, that definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing in the same way with the same people, expect a different result. We call that going insane. It just doesn't happen. So one of the things, no limits, getting real with yourself. And as I mentioned many times, as you see me every night, consistency, being consistent makes all the difference. You got to be consistent in what you do day in and day out. Uh, doing the activities that are going to give you the production that you need. And, uh, and you need to reflect on a weekly basis. I talked about looking at the numbers, you know, are your numbers there or not each week? Is your relationship on track or off track? Are you moving in the right direction financially, emotionally, spiritually? These are questions you need to ask yourself. And then if you're not, then, you know, what am I going to do different this week so I can stay on track so I can or get on track so that I can uh, achieve, become all that God wants me to be? Then uh, someone had mentioned following up and following through. And sometimes 
here's a big point that uh, was mentioned also. We always talk about saying yes to things. We also need to learn that it's okay to say no, or maybe not now. Uh, Paul Martinelli talks about we, we need to stay focused. And once we find our purpose and our goals, that gives us a, a uh, yardstick or something to move against, which actually makes decision-making easier because if if something's not moving you towards your goal, it's moving you away. And if it's moving you away, then simply the, the, easy, the decision is easy. You just don't do it. Um, but you've got to have those things written down. Otherwise, you kind of flounder. I have found, and I don't know if you've ever done this, I have found that when I take a to-do list and I write things down, it may be one, maybe two days, but everything on that list gets done. If I don't write things down, I keep it in my head and try to do them. Uh, That doesn't work. So write things down, write that list down. There's something magical about that when you write it down. Um, Paul Monelli was talking about, um, have you ever been, um, uh, talking about being in the right place, have you ever been in a uh, situation where you're at a restaurant and you're giving your order and uh, you see the waitress or the waiter there is just taking it and not writing anything down, you tend to hesitate. We talk about authentic journaling to go ahead and write those things down, then you won't limit yourself. And what it does, it frees your mind up and, and it captures those ideas. Because what happens is as we as we journal uh, or do authentic journaling, which someday we may talk about, when you do authentic authentic journaling, you just write down everything. And what happens is you really start to access that subconscious or that that third mind that's that God within you. And you don't realize some of the things you, you write out and write it all out. Sometimes it seems like nothing makes sense. But see, those things are coming from within and you don't quite understand them, but put them down. That's why you write fast and you write uh, and almost a scribble because you want to not miss those ideas as they come across your mind when you're in that that mode of, of journaling, authentic journaling. And then till you get all that, those ideas out, once you get them out, then you can go back through and review and um, then categorize and, and just decide what you're going to, what you're going to actually work on. And finally, we're better, we're better together. And what that saying is, you can't be all things to all people. We all have been given specific gifts uh, by the Heavenly Father, and, and that's why they talk about different parts of the body. We're all parts of the body. We all don't have the same gifts. So we have to um, stay in your strength zone. You know, you talk about, okay, if I'm weak somewhere, I need to work on it. understand that. But but what you really still need to work on is your strength zone because, you know, no people, no one invests in average. And just think, if you just work on your weaknesses, that is some area of your life where you're subpar. If you just work on that, even uh, put full effort in, you're only bound to get to a point where you become um, 
just average. No one pays for average. You want to rise above, so work on your strengths. And people will pay for that because um, it's something valuable. You know, I, I kid with my son, who's uh, an agent, but he's very good. He's very good. And he and I remember when he began and he talked about, because he was generating a lot of income right off the back as, a, as an agent, insurance agent. And he used to talk about, I understand it, Dad. You know, no one else. These guys just sit around and said, I'm just knocking phone call after phone call. And his mindset is, I'm just that much closer to a yes. I'm just that much closer to a yes. And, you know, while these others are taking smoke breaks and lunch, you know, the phone's ringing off the hook, and he's he's grabbing every phone call he can get, and he's always, always consistently at the top of the list. Why? Because he's taking the most in. He understands the law of lies, the law of numbers. You know, if I keep flipping through, you know, hit that last call on your way out the door, boom, that was the $2,000 sale. But just to have that mentality to uh, to keep going. But but that's his gift. I mean, he's good at it. He's very good. As I mentioned, uh, I may put his put his information in here again. But as I mentioned, he's good. If if you have if you're having problems with your car insurance or your auto insurance, and you need some some help, and you want someone honestly that you can trust, I vouch for my son. He's he's my blood. Um, and I know that he works hard. There was one time when they were uh, stopping these guys and saying they have to audit their work. I think he like missed a couple of slashes or something on a couple of T's or something. Uh, that was all they found in his records. So, um, yeah, staying in strength zone. Um, and because uh, we're better together, everyone can't do it all. So. Um, we do what we can. That now, um, there were a couple of other items. Yeah, there are a few items here. It says, uh, and I've always said this: every problem has within itself the seed of a better benefit. You just have to dig for it. The job that I work now is kind of interesting because I deal in software, a particular program that I've been working on for a while, but. The exciting part is half the time I'm not sure, you know, there's a problem, but I'm not sure I can fix it. But I know how to go about it, and that's what makes it exciting. If you, if you knew how to do it all the time, it would be boring. But having to construct and figure out how to pull the exact data you're looking for and then to, to, to take it, well, yeah, it sounds exciting to me, right? <laughs> because that's what I do. But uh, – uh, it probably is not exciting to you, but yeah, to be able to to do that, to 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 uh, connect the dots, um, to find what needs to be found, I mean that's 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 me. But you have your own gifts, you know. You may you may be a cook, or you may have some great administrative skills. Type three hundred words a minute, something like that, and and it comes naturally to you. But everyone has something that they're good at. The problem is, the problem is, and I have this problem, too, the problem is we settle for less than what we actually um, actually deserve um, a lot of times. And we, we, we deny ourselves our own dreams because we don't pursue them. One of the things they talk about, uh, you know, where do ideas come from? 
you know, you get a, a brilliant idea in your mind, and nine out of ten times we dismiss those ideas. But really, think of where those ideas are coming from. I honestly believe those are God-given ideas. But what really helps us with those ideas and helps brings us full, brings us forward is, is we need to capture them. I'm starting to, you know, carry more pads and things by the bed to capture those ideas when they occur because the greatest time what the 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 greatest time the most ideas uh diminish is when we first when we first have them we dismiss them we need to write them down and once we write them down um, we need to nourish them the time to nourish an idea and particularly if it's a good idea I, you know there's some ideas um i heard uh so for one, one of my mentors talk about take an idea and when you get it, um, decide which ones are for you and nourish those ideas. And, um, you know, decide if this one needs to, you need to sit down and, and take a think time, think, think on that idea for an hour. Or just um, if this is, an, is a big idea, maybe it needs five hours on a Saturday afternoon, just thinking through how you can build that idea, but just nourish it. Um, you think about people like, uh, I always talk about the Wright brothers, but Thomas Edison and those type of people, you've got to, you gotta, you gotta do it, man. You just gotta do it. Okay. The idea of molding me, uh, the idea of molding means, or modeling is actually, I think the word, yeah, it's modeling. Modeling means I don't have to figure it all out. Hey, there's a lot of bright people out there. We don't necessarily have to reinvent. I always talk about reinventing the wheel. Why reinvent the wheel if it's already built? All we need to do is model and then, then just work on that and find out where our niche is. And once we get into our groove, our niche, then you know we'll flourish. There's, we need to have the abund an abundant attitude, a giving attitude, abundant meaning. You know, I'm not going to hoard these ideas. Give freely. I always found, particularly when I was young, I used to, um, you know, on the weekends, you only have so much money, you know, you're a high college student or whatever. And I used to always think, I don't have any money. I only have like $2 left. And I used to experiment and um, do something good with it. And, and sure enough, you know, you spend that uh, to, I don't know, you see the little kid that doesn't have any candy and you, you use that $2 and you, you buy those two bars and now you don't have any money and you're thinking, you know, uh, when you think of the spiritual, you know, God doesn't let, let those things go. And I end up with more money on Monday than I thought about, uh, than I had on Saturday. And, and when you have that abundant attitude, do that sometime. Spend spend the money that you don't have to help someone else. God always blesses you in, in those circumstances. It may not be financially, or it could be, or it could be uh, in a different way. But when you give blessings, those blessings come back tenfold, as it, as it says in the scriptures. And now, I was going to talk about... Um, well, it, 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 I was listening to a talk on the way home, and um, 
one of the things a, a guy Rick Morris, who's a project manager, but he was he was interviewing a guy and he asked him a question. Um, he always asked the last question. He said, "What if you had to give someone um, some advice? What would it be?" And see, this is starting to help me with my purpose. What he said was, "If I could give anyone any advice, it would be to follow your passion. F- follow." your passion and things would be okay and and you know that kind of like things like that hit you in the face it's the story of my daughter um if she's a nurse just like her mother she's an RN but um my uh wife works mainly in hospitals and then she had done some work in nursing homes and now she's kind of like semi-retired so she works a little bit in a nursing home but what she talked about was um she talked about oh hi Camilla. I'm just looking at the notes. I'm still getting used to this. Hey, hello, Renee. Um thank you. Uh can I can I fuck about this good stuff? Yeah, so uh then you lose maybe lose my train of thought. We get back there. So um yeah, so my daughter. Now, my wife, a nurse, and she works in hospitals, but my daughter became a nurse. But she always liked home care, working in, you know, working in the homes and going around. And, you know, she was told, oh, that's not where the money is. And uh, you're not going to be able, you're not going to do as well as you could if you're in a hospital. Well, I had told my daughter a long time, because I truly believe that. I said, if that's your passion, you'll get paid. People who are passionate and they have, you know, they're gifted and passionate in different areas, you'll get paid. There may be a hundred other people in that same field not getting paid, but if you're passionate about what you're doing, you'll get paid. And she did. She did that. And for the first couple of years, it was kind of tough and struggled. And then all of a sudden, that was her passion, and now she she's opening her own bit. Well, she opened her own business. Um, if as a matter of fact, let me put in a plug for her. Um, okay, the old business name was Geriatrics for Life, and I will as soon as I uh, write the new name down because it recently changed. Um, I think it was like Dynamic Care, but I'll I'll get the name. But if you have an older person. Um, that you know that is seeking and looking for someone to help them. You know, a lot of times children and siblings are out of town and they, they can't really afford the time or the money a lot of times to, to spend to take care of their, their loved one who lives, say, in this area. That's where my daughter comes in. Great, great. Anyone, if you want to have peace and let mom be taken care of or dad be taken care of, uh, and in terms of getting to the appointments, being on the right uh, medicines, um, and, and getting just a, a, a warm person to help them through that so that you don't have to take time off of work. That's where she comes in. She does all that. And she loves it. And that that's her business, and it's really starting to take off now, and I'm excited for her. Um, yeah, you can tell I'm a proud dad talking about my children. But, yeah, passion. Whatever you have a passion for. And, you know, as I thought about that and reflected, and I, and I thought about all the different uh, things that happened to me, and I think this is this is my area of, of passion, is I love 
uh, just, just, just digging in and, and helping people to understand that everything you have is within you. God gave us everything that we need to succeed. The problem is, is our thought process gets tainted. You see, what you have to understand, we have a conscious and subconscious mind, and a lot of people don't understand this. The subconscious mind accepts, it's like a sponge, it accepts anything that you tell it. And if you understand the power of that and understand the power of words, think about it. God spoke the world into existence. Words are powerful. We must be careful how we talk. I was listening to a talk with uh, Paul Martinelli, and uh, someone was telling him about, he's a a mentor, but someone was telling him their their, their purpose that they wrote down for, for the year. And as he listened, a trained ear listening, there were ways way this lady formed her words was drawing energy from her because of the way they were. Instead of saying things like, I can or I'm going to, uh, I won't, so I don't do this. He said, no, we have to think into being and becoming. I am, I will, I feel. On the opposite side, you talk about the universal law of polarity. The opposite side of that, not that, so I don't do, is that I am at peace because I am in shape and I am exercising on a daily basis. Those messages that we give to ourselves, because the one we talk, I I always hop on self-talk, the one we talk to the most is ourselves. And what we say to ourselves, try this sometime uh, when you're out, if you can remember this, write a note to yourself tomorrow while you're walking around and you're observing people and talking with people and you say, how they do, how are you doing? Listen carefully to what they say. Things like, you know, I'm stupid. I'm a klutz. I always, I always mess this up. And then of course, you know, they go along and then they mess it up and you're like, you're just predicting the future for yourself. Remember the subconscious mind accepts everything you give it. So if you tell it negative things and then negative things happen, it's no mystery that it does. Words are critical and particularly what we say to ourselves. So we have to be careful how we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone else. And then we need to be careful what we say to others. Uh, Bad experience I had, I was um, tutoring uh, inner school kids when I was in New Orleans for a year and a, about eight months uh, working for the Navy Reserve headquarters. And I was uh, teaching inner city kids. And when I heard, it broke my heart when I heard um, a couple of the teachers, uh, students tell me that the teacher said, you're not going to amount to anything. You're stupid. And it just broke my heart. I'm like, this is a school, an educational institution. How can people do that? And the precious minds of these kids just just tear them apart. And then, and then you know, you look at the other side, and, and then you wonder why these these kids end up in in prison or, or on TV as uh, 
part of a raid or something. Because if we're not going to train them, who is? Who is? We cannot afford to taint their minds with, with negative thoughts. I think that's probably one of the greatest things I gave to um, my children um, because they've seen it in me. And when they get excited that, you know, it comes out or when I hear them talking, sometimes it comes out and I know it's like, wow, that came from me. But I never realized that they were listening to the things that I was doing and saying. You'll, you'll find that too, as you, as your children grow. Okay, I, 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 probably, I said I was going to be short, but I, I got excited because I found that this is my passion. So I want to be able to help. One of the things I want to do I, in order to develop this, I'm going to um, uh, start a couple, a series of web, webinars. One's going to be on communications, uh, probably put something out. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to put my email out there as well to find out what's the best time of day for about 30 minutes that I could talk on communications. And um, then the following week, talk on the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Talk about being intentional in what we do. And then later on, um, if, if there's interest, then you can actually um, sign up for one of the classes I'll be doing online. So I find this to be a, a pretty good venue for me. Um, but I want to leave you with uh, one of my favorite books, the Winning Attitude by John Maxwell. I think this was his, his third book, The Key to Personal Success. And um, I talk about an acrostic. He put an acrostic in here for problem. And he said, what are problems? And the P, he said, was predictors. They help mold our future. Uh, reminders that we're not self-sufficient. We need God and others to help us. That's right in line with what I was talking about on this other page where it said, um, we are better together. So everything's consistent. Uh, reminders, opportunities, they pull us out of our rut and cause us to think creatively. So we're talking about getting out of the comfort zone. Isn't it comfy in the comfort zone? But that's not where the growth is. That's not where life is. If you're just doing the same thing and you're not stretching and reaching out and having to figure things out, think about it. Birthing an idea is like birth. It's messy. You got to figure it out. It may not be perfect. But, man, you feel so much better when you actually get through it. Opportunities. So uh, B is for blessings. They open up doors that we usually do not go through. And then lessons. Each new challenge will be our teacher. And that's right in staying out of that comfort zone and doing something new. And they're everywhere. Problems are everywhere. No place or person is excluded from them. Can you name someone that doesn't have a problem? Go for it. All right. <laughs> messages, uh, the M in problems. Messages, they warn us about potential disaster. I'd like to pause for a second on that note, messages. I talk about the, we always talk about all our different muscles, but we have mental muscles also, and there are six of them. And probably the, the one of the greatest ones, 
uh, well, besides imagination, one of the greatest ones is intuition. That's that feeling inside, you know, and, and I know it happens a lot more in women than men, but you get that feeling is like something right here or you get that vibe because we're energy and we give off vibes. You get that vibe that someone is, um, someone's just not right or something's off. That's real. Don't brush it off. Those vibes are actually the God within us. And it's, it's the signal that, that we can't put a finger on it, but it's, it's, it's helping us to make a good decision. That those vibes mean something. So don't put them off. Don't listen to them. It'll save you a lot of time and a lot of pain. Uh, but with, when you ignore them, then, you know, you have to you have to deal with that. And I always say the lessons that you, you have to go through, uh, the, we're always being taught lessons. And if we don't learn it the first time, we have to painfully go through them again. Because in the end, God wants to mold us and to make us the best us. And sometimes we don't get those lessons the first time. So they we end up going through them a second. And sometimes we have to go through a third. Once we finally learn them, then we're ready for more things. And the Lord steps us through the door to a different place. And then problems, the S, solvable. No problem is without a solution. And that goes back to the universal law of polarity for every negative there's a positive the challenge is a lot of times we don't believe it and we don't we don't look for the other side john maxwell says uh his uh assistant it goes crazy sometimes because whenever there's a problem he asks about options not just one solution and that's probably one if, if i could leave you with one thing realize there's always more than one solution to every problem. The, the, the problem that we have is we're limited by our own awareness. And that's why it's so great. Uh, I was talking with one of the ladies I work with today, well, yesterday, talking to I said, because some people say my IQ may be a little bit high, but, but the, what the problem with that is, I mean, that's a plus, but it's also a minus because when we when you have high IQs, you're so focused on certain things and certain aspects that we don't have. The, well, as my wife says, the common sense. And I always, I'm so aware of that now that when I run into problems, I always go see someone and ask them. I said, I need your perspective. Look at this and tell me how you would do it because my mind, I see one way and and that's it. And and I fight to get out of that box so I can maybe see a different way that something can be done. And um, sometimes you just need someone else to look at it and then they, they give you an answer. I, I had a problem the other day. I was trying to figure out an order to something. I just thought it had to be done this one way. You know, a lady came over and she said, hmm, have you tried this? And I'm like, I never thought of that. That, that makes sense. And uh, you know, and, uh, it, it, it stemmed from that thing, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, you know, and I was trying to eat the whole thing at once. You don't do it that way. In some, maybe in some, in some uh, situations that works, but this was not one. But I had been told by someone else this is the way to do it. But 
there's more than one way to skin a cat. And as a result, I was able to, to make progress. Otherwise, I was stressed out and not, not making the progress I needed. But I had the, enough awareness to know that I needed someone else's perspective. Sometimes you need someone else's perspective. Um, I mean, it's been great. Uh, look forward to it. I, I, I'll try and put uh, both my both my kids' information here because they, they're great. Uh, my daughter and her business, if you have older people that need in need of some assistance, trust me, uh, you couldn't have a better person. And if you, you're suffering with your insurance uh, and you're looking for someone to give you the honest uh, answers, the most choices, um, he works for the biggest agency here, Alliance. Um, and uh, if he can spreadsheet it out, he will over 15 different companies and, and give you the ins and outs of each one. And, and what he recommends would be the best for you based on your situation. It's not cookie cutter. Um, he doesn't care which one he gets. He just wants to get you the best deal because he knows if he gets you and makes you happy, you'll come back again and tell your friends. All right, it's been great, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.